Welcome back, superstars. As we continue this world tour, I want you to stay tuned into this dial. For those of you just joining, welcome. For those of you who are my avid fans, welcome back. I just want to say, I hope that you're having a fabulous time today. And I just want to thank you for tuning into this dial. Now, I have three things I need to you, for you to do before we get started. At the end of this episode, follow this podcast on your audio player wherever you listen to your podcast. Then, head over to Apple Podcasts, rate and review this episode. I want to know what you think of the actionable tips that our guest is about to give you. And three, share this episode with a friend who you think would find these tips useful. After all, there is a golden nugget in there for everyone. Awesome, now let's get it started. Before we get started, listeners, as you know, I want you to do three things for me. For those of you who are just joining, listen up. At the end of the episode, follow the podcast on your audio player, wherever you listen to your podcast. Then I want you to head over to Apple Podcasts, rate and review this episode. Let me know what you think about it. Three, your last one, I want you to share it with a friend who you think will find this useful, especially the actionable tips that you're going to get in there as it relates to the best use of social media. After all, there is a golden nugget in there for everyone. Awesome. Listeners, this upcoming episode I recorded back in May, and I'm only now releasing it. This one is for you millennials out there. I recorded a shorter episode because I know you like the short ones. Now, this episode will provide you with some great experience if you're learning the ropes around digital marketing as it relates to the best use of Meta, formerly known as Facebook. My guests give some actionable tips for you to implement right away. I had a great conversation with Disha Wadap. She's the owner of Social Treats, a digital marketing agency based in England. As a millennial, Disha shares with us her many adventurous pivots from working in London to heading over to Thailand, where she taught English, and moving over to Australia and working in the marketing industry. Now, she's back in her home country, England. In this episode, we had a great one-on-one conversation about her journey, how she taught herself marketing, how she put the soul back in social media, And she lets you know, she dishes it out for us, how to put the soul back in social media. And of course, some of her best tips to drive organic engagement and not focus so much on the sales aspect of things. As mentioned, this is a very short interview with actionable tips that you can implement right away. And listeners... This is not only for the millennials, it's for you too. 
I know some of you are leveling your social media, so you are just going to love that. And the following episode as well with Miss Juanita Z is also going to dig deep into some additional information on building brand voice. So stay tuned. Now let's get into this episode with Disha. Welcome, Disha. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. (laughs) I'm super excited to have you because I know that you're going to share so many golden nuggets with our audience here today. Yay. Thank you. So let's get it started. Let's get our listeners acquainted with you, Disha. You know, tell us your backstory. How did you become the woman that you are today? Yeah, so my story started really back in 2012 when I um, went through a breakup in 2011. And I remember New Year's Eve 2011 to 2012, I was in a club and I just looked around and I thought, this is not what I want. So I made a decision there and then to uh, not be there that time next year. And I woke up the next morning, New Year's Day, and applied for a job in Thailand teaching English, which I got. Um, So I sold everything, packed up my life, and booked a one-way flight to Thailand uh, in April that year. And I got to Thailand to teach English. Awesome experience in the middle of nowhere, but turns out not a fan of children. So I changed my mind. (laughs) Um, and I, uh, started to teach myself marketing. So my background was in events. I am a wedding and events coordinator and I knew that marketing wasn't too far away. So I started to teach myself marketing, started to teach myself websites, built my own website, launched my first business, which was travel and fitness, which was a fitness business based on traveling, uh, which is essentially just what I was doing. And then I met a girl who invited me to Australia So I joined her, we booked a one-way flight to Australia and we, uh, I got a job that arrived and I started working in marketing, in construction and in recruitment and different, different jobs. I then got sponsored to stay in Australia in Sydney and I was then back doing exactly what I was doing in the UK. I was working just in a different location, a nicer, hotter location with a seaside, but still doing the same thing. And I still had that thought, this isn't what I wanted to do either. So I started freelancing on the side of my full-time job and I decided to quit and move back to Asia and I uh, launched my business, Social Treats. So I launched my social media management agency in 2016. After I quit my job and moved back to Asia, I was house-sitting in Asia for about eight months and then I panicked I hit 30 and realized that I should probably grow up or do some adulting. And I came back to England, bought a house, got a job in marketing, Um, but I was still building my business on the side. And in 2018, I was able to quit my job and go full time in my business finally. Uh, So yeah, a bit of a roller coaster journey to start my business. Well, absolutely. I love it. I love that you had, you know, so many different experiences prior to getting to where you are today in your, you know, owning your business and being, you know, the 
your own boss, so to speak. And um, with the work that you're doing, you know, as you went along that journey, I'm sure that you've touched many people along the way. But was there someone pivotal in your life who helped you, a mentor? So many people. Um, so I, when I quit my business, when I quit my job in 2018, I worked with a coach to help me scale the business. Um, she was fantastic and I didn't even realize it at the time, but she put in systems and processes in my business that helped me scale to having five staff members um, and being a successful agency that allowed me to travel to eight different countries in 2019 and uh, still double my corporate income. I then went on to work with other coaches. I've always had coaches in my business to push me a little bit harder and push me to the different directions and make me see the flaws in my business before they happen, um, which I think is incredible. The other thing that has made a massive difference is having a really supportive group of people that understand what it is that you're doing and what you're going through. So that may not be in your immediate surrounding, especially if you have an online business. My family and my friends just don't get what they do. They have no idea. Um, so having people that you know will understand, like landing pages and launches and all these different things that you're doing and going through, to have people to bounce those ideas off is absolutely incredible. Right, right. Um, so it's it's good that you had the opportunity to tap into, you know, an expert to help you to grow and scale. Now, when we're looking at current trends in the industry, what are the trends you're seeing right now? Uh, there are so many different trends, um, depending on where you which angle you're coming from. So I work very closely with Facebook now. I'm a Facebook lead trainer. Um, so I look at a lot of algorithms and things like that. And people always come to me and say, oh, what's what's happening with the algorithms and what's happening with this and what's happening with that? And I'm like, algorithms haven't changed that much. The big shift we're seeing is people are buying more from people they know, love and trust. So especially over the last 18 months since we've been going through COVID, People are looking for smaller businesses to buy from. They want to have that no love and trust factor that they can get with a smaller business that they can't get from a large corporation. So having you physically front and center of your business or having a personality physically front and center is a massive shift over the last 18 months to the way that we're going to be doing business in the future. All right. You talk algorithms. Tell us a little bit about how those Facebook algorithms work. <laughs> yeah. So d depending, Facebook have so many different algorithms and I work from my personal profile. Um, obviously you cannot use your personal profile for solely for business use. That is against Facebook terms and conditions. So it is still my personal profile and I do share personal things on there but I use my personal profile to leverage my growth and my connection with other people. So whether that's inside of my personal Facebook group, inside of other people's Facebook groups and connecting with friends that way, making a difference 
using the algorithms you want to make sure that you're being personable you want to make sure that you are connecting with people um, deeply you want to make sure that they are seeing your content right so the way to get people to see your content is building those relationships with them and engaging on their content so being a human is going to make a massive difference to you being seen in the algorithms i love that you say you know being a human you know doing social media with soul right it's all about that human connection many times you know i've, I've seen you know a lot of different experts within the field of social media you know it's um it's very much transactional base right and driven by money so uh, coming to you Dishu, with your approach you know putting the human in mind front and center how do you build social media with soul yeah, so it's literally about caring about people. So people come to me all the time and they're like, oh, I don't, how do I make sales? How do I do this? I'm like, take the sales out of it and come from a place of love. If you can help people, whether that's because they buy something from you or you just give them a freebie or you connect them with somebody else, maybe there's some sort of connection that you can create, then that is the main aim. And being able to help people on their journey, whether that's through something free or through a paid avenue, that is the goal. And I think too often we get caught up in our heads about, okay, what do I say next? I'm like, well, what would you say next if you were in a bar having a conversation with person physically? Like you don't have to know every single move before it happens. We're not playing chess. We're just having a conversation with people. So it's just coming from a place of love and connection and being more human with the way we interact online and I think a lot of a lot of times especially now people have taken the social media out of social and just run with the sales aspect which isn't what I'm about I love to help people whether they can pay me or not I love it I love that you said that um thank you for that and let's expand on the you know people have taken the social media out of social as it relates to engagement you know what is a good engagement or comment strategy you know can one establish to build that human connection yeah so literally what i do is i create lists on facebook so you can have friends lists and you can then purposefully engage with those people. So I have a list of people that are inside my group that I have become friends with on my personal profile. I have a list of people that are my ideal clients I want to work with. And then I systematically go in and engage on their content. So whether that's commenting on something real, not just a fire emoji or thumbs up or anything botty like, uh, we want to make sure that we're actually engaging and being a thoughtful human so whether that's congratulations whether that's a happy birthday message whatever that looks like is systematically going out and connecting with those people the more that facebook sees you connecting with them and them connecting with you in comments um, and dms and in groups then facebook are going to push those up the algorithm as well all right thank you for that insight you know i think with a lot of people, you know, they're concerned about time management, right? Time 
is so precious these days. You know, apart from human capital, time is a big thing. Once you allocate that time, you know, you can't get it back. So what is a good way or, you know, to do that engagement without spending too much time on social media? What is a reasonable amount of time to allocate, whether that's daily, three times a week, weekly? What are your thoughts? Yeah, so I dedicate at least an hour a day to my engagement. Um, and that is being systematic. So I have a plugin on my uh, web, on my laptop, on Google Chrome, that stops the newsfeed from being delivered to my Facebook page. So I cannot mindlessly scroll. I have to go to friends list and systematically go through people's content and engage. I go to specific groups to engage in the content. I use search functions to find posts that are relevant that I can engage on and connect with people in. So I am using different tools that Facebook give us to make sure that my time is spent wisely on Facebook and I'm not wasting hours just scrolling and calling it work because we have all done that. You know, this aimless scrolling, I can totally relate to that. I think, you know, um, the companies have made such big progress in, in making things so interesting. They, they've gamified the way that we look at um, different types of feeds, which makes it really addictive. So I love that you have some strategy towards you know engagement whether that's with your friends or whether that's with clients right so in segue into you know how do you build that organic audience on on whether that's facebook or other social media platforms yeah so the the thing is to be a human and to go out there and connect with people so I have a, a program called Attract Dream Clients in which I teach people to go out into other people's Facebook groups and share valuable content. So I'm not teaching people to go out and be spammy. I don't want people to going out and breaking all the rules and pissing off group owners and all of that stuff. We want to come from a place of love and sharing our value and genius and connecting with people that way. So going out and doing that in a way that is um, going to elevate you as an individual, as a brand that you know exactly what you're talking about, that people can come to you because you are the expert in the industry and that they can then relate to you, bringing them back to your personal profile, whether you friend request them or you, or you deliver them into a Facebook group, entirely up to you and your personal strategy, but making sure that you are doing that continuously so and consistently. So whether you go out into one or two Facebook groups per day um, during the week and engaging in the content and sharing your amazing value into the group as well. All right, Disha, you've dropped so many gems, you know, just want to give you the opportunity to share it for our listeners if you have any freebies available. Yeah, so you can come and download 11 steps to growing your own Facebook group. It's uh, literally that 11 things you can do that do not include ads to grow your own Facebook group right now. And some of them will be so simple. You'll kick yourself when you read them that you haven't done them before. That's awesome. Thank you. I'm going to drop that link in the show notes as it relates to this freebie. Thank you so much, Disha. You're welcome.
Now, what is your superpower, girlfriend? Ooh, well, my one of my clients yesterday actually called me the social media translator, which I loved uh, because I have a lot of my clients come on and they'll say, um, like, they'll just be riffing and they don't know what they're talking about or what how to craft it into a post and I will create those posts so that it gets engagement and is translated for them into something that they can share on social media so being able to listen to ramblings from my clients that don't make any sense and creating some content out of that um, and then create giving them five or six posts they can go away and share in their groups is probably one of the things that my clients would say is my superpower. <laughs> well, that is a super special skill. They should the social media translator. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. All right. Awesome. So you've given us a lot of food for thought, you know, um, on this, in our discussion here today, a lot of food for thought. If there are individuals, you know, like you who are looking to get into social media, right, as in the business of social media, what advice would you have for them coming up? Just start and make sure that you are learning. And Facebook have a bank of free learning tools. It's Facebook Blueprint. You can just Google it. Um, that you can use. You can even do uh, examinations. So I am a Facebook Blueprint trainer anyway, trained by Facebook to deliver these trainings, um, but they are completely free trainings and you have to pay an ex a fee to do the exams, but just get as much experience as possible and don't compare your prices to others. Um, that is one thing that people will come to me and say, oh, you're, you're expensive. But, and I own my power and say, yes, yes, I am. Because I know what I'm talking about. I have trained, I'm qualified and I am the best at what I do. But feel free to go find somebody else if you want cheaper. And they usually come back and say, ah, oh, they weren't very good. I'm like, surprise. Um, so stand in your power in what you charge and you don't have to charge the big bucks to start with. I of course didn't charge what I charge now when I first started, um, but just find those first clients and don't work for free. That is one of my biggest bugbears. People are like, I can work for free for you. Don't do it. Nobody values it. Nobody's going to sign up afterwards. You're not invested and just make people pay for your services rather than giving them away for free. You heard it from Disha folks. Now let's get into the personal side, Disha. You know, what do you do to put a pep in your step and a pride in your stride every day? Oh, I am a big fan of the gym or running. So exercising first thing in the morning is my go-to um, to get me boosted up for the day, which I love. People think I'm crazy, the amount of <laughs> exercise and running I do. But it is something that helps me reset my mind, just gets me out of my head. And it's a, a thing that I do instinctively in the mornings um, before I start my day. 
All right. And we all know that music helped to change our, our vibration, our energy. So what song do you have on your audio player when you're doing your exercise? But my big tune is probably the Happy Song by Pharrell Williams, um, just because it makes me happy. Yeah, I love Pharrell Williams' uh, album. So yeah, that's absolutely amazing. And if there is one book, you know, that has impacted your journey as an entrepreneur, what would you recommend to our audience? Uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad literally changed everything for me. Um, and it was one of the big things in setting up my business about growing an agency, about investing. And I would absolutely recommend that to anybody who wants to create a legacy in their business in their lives and income forever um absolutely that was one of the the biggest books that i have read that changed the course of my life wow oh my goodness thank you for sharing that you know disha we've talked about a lot of things we've talked about your journey we've talked about you know how to engage as a human with love you know, with social media, putting the social back in social, we could go on and on to have <laughs> further discussions because you're such an amazing individual, but we gotta, we gotta shut it down now. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. <laughs> awesome. This interview was conducted remotely in my mom's home studio. Whoa, superstars, what a great conversation. I'm always fascinated by dynamic leaders who are making epic pivots in their life journey. If you love this episode, go ahead and hit the follow button wherever you listen to your podcast, whether it be on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify. Did you know that you can listen on the go with hands-free listening powered by Alexa for iOS and Android and all Echo devices if you're tuned into Amazon Music? Well, I love all my avid fans and I most definitely want you to know first when new episodes become available. So go ahead, follow this podcast. Listeners, as I continue to build a Live with Irenia community, be sure to stay in touch with me. If you love reading blogs, head over to www.ireniarusal.org to get my latest golden blog nuggets. As well, you can put in a request to be a guest if you would like to share your fantastic story and come into the spotlight. I dare you to share your story, to inspire others all across Canada and around the world. Thank you so much for tuning in. Until next time, I'm your host, Irina Roussel.